When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Welcome to 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program for the month of January 2023. In this podcast series, I will post a key best practice for a compliance program each day. By the end of January, you will have enough information to create, design, and implement a best practices compliance program. Each podcast is relatively short at six to eight minutes with three key takeaways that you can implement at little or no cost. Today, we begin with what 2022 brought to compliance. The year was very significant for every compliance practitioner and compliance program. Although there was a paucity of corporate FCPA enforcement actions, there were three enforcement actions which I believe were significant with multiple lessons for the compliance professional. In ABB, we learned the cost of a corrupt culture and recidivism. In Glencore, we saw what happens to a company which is engages in a worldwide systematic plan or scheme of bribery and corruption. In Stericycle, We had a company whose culture was so corrupt and it was burned into the DNA of the LATAM business unit that it was documented through spreadsheets and analysis of revenue based on the payment of bribes. Yet, even with this corporate culture, Stericycle was able to take advantage of discounts available under the FCPA corporate enforcement policy and receive a 25% reduction off the bottom of the applicable U.S. sentencing guidelines. September saw the announcement of a significant refinement of the DOJ enforcement policies around the FCPA and information on corporate enforcement programs. It was encapsulated in a Monaco memo and a speech by Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco announcing the Monaco Doctrine. There were also additional complimentary commentaries by Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General Marshall Marshall Miller, and a speech by Assistant Attorney General Kenneth Polite. Every compliance professional should study all of them in detail as they significantly turn up the heat on corporate compliance programs. The Monaco Memo is broken down into four main sections. Number one, guidance on individual accountability. Number two, guidance on corporate accountability. Number three, independent compliance monitorships. And number four, commitment to transparency in corporate enforcement. The Monaco Memo is both further clarification and further guidance for line prosecutors when they are considering whether to put a monitor in place. While many of these factors are quite interesting, they have really uh, not provided any new additional information until this memo. While we've seen these factors, here they are in writing. Perhaps the greatest significance is that the Monaco memo sets down all of these matters in writing, which leads to a blueprint for DOJ thinking and a roadmap for anyone who finds himself in an FCPA investigation or enforcement action. 
I see the Monaco memo and Miller and Polite speeches as complementary releases of information which drive home several key changes in DOJ enforcements. Perhaps changes are too strong, but they are announcements that make clear the DOJ is dedicated to individual accountability and prosecution. Corporations will have to reorient their approach to investigations and sharing of information with the DOJ under this new mandate. The DOJ is strongly shifting the burden in investigatory and negotiation phases to make clear companies must come forward with evidence to support lower fines and penalties and greater discounts, particularly in individual financial penalties and incentives, i.e. clawbacks. The Monaco memo laid out not simply how to avoid a monitor, but a program of proactive monitoring which can lead to a prevention of a crime before the FCPA, there is an FCPA violation. Finally, the Monaco memo submitted the new DOJ requirement for CCO certification of compliance programs at the time of end of resolution. The final key event for compliance in 2022 was very much under the radar. It was the DOJ hiring of Matt Galvan to help develop a data analytics expertise and capability for the FCPA unit and fraud section. Galvan was most recently the CCO at AB InBev and perhaps the top compliance professional in the use of data analytics for a corporate compliance program. It will be most interesting to see where Galvan and the DOJ take this initiative, but it does portend the increasing use of data analytics in FCPA enforcement and compliance. We're going to have a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with today's three key takeaways. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, although there were a lesser amount of FCPA enforcement actions, they were significant in communicating information to the compliance professional. Number two, the Monaco memo was a jolt for compliance and requires compliance professionals to uh, really up their game in terms of their corporate culture, their compliance program, and their investigative practices. It also laid out how the DOJ will think through the monitorship issue. Finally, and uh, cementing in place something that occurred earlier in the year, CCO certification is now mandated for uh, every compliance settlement or rather FCPA enforcement action which is settled. And so this is going to put a lot more pressure on compliance programs. And the third final takeaway is one that was a bit under the radar, but I think at the end of the day may be a significant as the first two for uh, this episode of day one. And that's the DOJ hiring of Matt Galvan. Matt Galvan was the CCO at AB InBev, who as a result of an FCPA enforcement action, developed perhaps the top corporate data analytics program in compliance uh, in the United States and literally across the globe. Matt's been hired by the FCPA, or, or rather DOJ fraud section, to help develop data analytics expertise within the fraud section and the FCPA unit and also build out capabilities for those groups in enforcement actions. I hope you will join me tomorrow for day two in 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program where I take up continuous monitoring leading to continuous improvement. If you'd like information on any of the topics from this podcast series, 
please check out the Compliance Handbook, third edition, edition available at LexisNexis.com slash Fox. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you will join me for the entire month of January where I take a look at some of the significant changes in compliance and FCPA enforcement. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.